Hello, Future Peter here. Just wanted to give a bit of a disclaimer that while editing, I noticed that the mic levels were all over the place in this episode. Even my own mic goes out midway. Just wanting to give you guys the heads up. Now, on with the episode! Welcome everyone to review o meter I am your host, Peter. Where our logo is ironically a thermometer during these COVID times. Unintentional, unintentional. I created this back in 2017, remember that. <laughs> How's everyone doing? So we have Caesar here. Howdy. We have Kevin. Hi there. Kevin's returning for a second time. We have introducing Sydney. Hello. And lastly, we have Shang. Hey, greetings. How's everyone doing today? Oh, fabulous. Good. I'm pretty good. A little warm out. Yeah. A little warm. Yeah, it's yeah, a little it hot. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, this little show's little. going well when we already start talking about the weather, like elevator conversations. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I go play, I go home some music too. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you know? I'll join you. Hey, we can start an acapella right now. So. Oh my God. Yes, that'd be awesome. Ooh. Do that with the Star Wars theme because that is exactly what we're celebrating this month the theme of Star Wars. And today, we are going to watch Star Wars Episode 9. The Rise of Skywalker. Is there anyone in this chat room who hasn't seen The Rise of Skywalker? No. So we've all I seen think, it. Yeah. But yeah, how many yeah, times I, have each of us seen it, though? So the last time I saw it was in theaters. So this was a while ago, and I forgot it was like two years ago at that point. Same, same. I'm the yeah, I've only seen theater, it once. Theaters one time. That's it. Yes. I agree. Yes. Yeah. I've already talked too. about this movie in the last podcast. Well, in the first podcast that we made, I didn't give it too much of a good review. What I mean is this is definitely not up there in my favorite of Star Wars movies, but I do actually enjoy it. It's something I have rewatched multiple times in the past two years, especially on Disney+. Plus. So I have a very good uh, familiarity with this movie. I already know what we're expecting. I can already tell you what topics I want to bring up. I can even oh, tell you exactly <laughs> how I wanted this movie to end or how the direction <laughs> it should have went. I will save all that. Some of you who know me probably already heard me talk about this topic mm -hmm. and how I think it should relate to Knights of the Old Republic. More on that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can dive deep with this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, like the, your first two, I think, are good. And this is, you just dove right in the deep end with this movie. <laughs> I like The Force Awakens, though. That's my favorite of the new trilogy. And I have nothing against this newer trilogy. Oh. It's still fine. It oh, just makes no. me mad that there was no direction when it came to having to make an ending. Really, I maybe this hmm. is controversial. I like Last <laughs> no, Jedi. Please. I really I, did. I love uh, the Last Jedi. Oh, I need good. to make that clear. I feel like I'm the only one. No, I like no, no, the Last no. Jedi too. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh good. Yeah. Look at that. I like that. Yeah. Wow. I I definitely feel like an outlier here for sure. <laughs> My favorite sure. isn't even in this trilogy. <laughs> like, oh no no no. I I oh, meant just no. this trilogy. Okay. Oh I feel uh, you. Yeah. yeah I was <laughs> like I watched this trilogy the just be part of the conversations because I was just like, okay, this is three more movies. <laughs> We're good. Here's what I always say. The Last Jedi, I like most of it. There's only moments I dislike. For The Rise of Skywalker, most of it I don't care for, but there are moments that I really do like. Wow. So it's kind of like opposite yeah. between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. So you're saying they could tweak some things. Yeah, not just tweak. I understand that The Last Jedi was another introduction style movie. Like it was leading up to more things for the future. However, they only had one movie left. 
So with the Force Awakens trying to lead up to something and then The Last Jedi contradicts things and then also tries to lead up to something, it makes it a little harder to wrap up this trilogy. The Last Jedi also had some of my favorite moments, like the way Kylo Ren kills Snoke. That to me was Ryan Johnson saying Kylo is the supreme villain of this trilogy. So the Snoke guy was just kind of someone that we had to kill off, make you think, you know, new emperor, but Kylo's your villain. And then the emperor came back. So that's all screwed. (laughs) So I will say this, since I said that, like, I liked Force Awakens. That was the first of this new trilogy, right? So I liked that one enough to have bought, like, I bought the Nixon watch that came with it. <laughs> like I, I did the Star Trooper watch, and I have I had Kylo Ren's lightsaber thing as it is my text tone. So like I liked it enough for that, and it gave me moments. But overall, these movies were just I was just like, okay, like <laughs> all right, this is just a of two and a half hours of me just chilling here. Oh, I I agree. Especially like coming off of the animated series, which that's my favorite out of, I think, most of the Star Wars coming off of like anything Dave Filoni stuff. And then we came to this. I think seeing the storyline not as smooth as it was with the other ones was the big issue for me with this trilogy. But more to that later. So like in continuity and flow, it just wasn't there. Yeah, I think that I think that might have been the biggest issue just with especially with The Last Jedi being the oddball out. I feel like the first and the third one fit more well together. But I mean, they had different directors, different crew. So I can agree with that. My main thing for like new series were just the memes. Oh, like the ending of, you know, the one we're about to watch. <laughs> Who are oh. you? <laughs> I wouldn't say that's the best one. I mean, Ben Swallow is probably the most popular. Yeah, I know. It's going to be all the Kylo Ren ones. I think they ended it. So, you know, it it maybe didn't please everybody, but they ended it. (laughs) At least they didn't just drop the ball as hard as it could have been. It could have been worse and it was going to be worse. So before they brought J.J. Abrams involved, I don't know if it's entirely true, but there's a leaked script out there of what it was about to be from the director of Jurassic World. I forgot his name. Sorry. He was going to originally direct the ninth film and at the same time uh he also had his own vision of where it was going to go since the force awakens so it's kind of hard to really say how perfectly this was always going to be tied in the end but overall like i said this is still a good movie it's definitely not something that i feel like i'm dreading about watching it's not another ewok movie you know that was a great movie i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> what do you mean it was it was family friendly good vibes <laughs> literally 20 minutes of it we're just like we're the kids meeting the ewoks like oh yeah <laughs> that was too much like no it actually wasn't that okay. bad but we can rate it at the end of this podcast we'll be saying which one we like of the last three things we've covered so far from our least favorites to our most favorites can't wait can't wait right so i guess that's just everything oh wait the, wait should we ask sydney and wait you want to ask them now or towards the end and michael shang like why they decided to come on our show all right that's what we said that we would save that later right no tease we can do that <laughs> well. yeah wow <laughs> tease the audience join us later to find out why we're really here <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a find out next time on <laughs> You owe meter. Oh, I love that. That's a good intro. That's a good. That's a good voiceover. Last time on review meter. You have to do the the, the guitar recap guy on, on the Clone Wars. A galaxy divided by war. He's the guy that always does the voices for Star Wars weekends too. Really? Okay. Yeah, he's actually. You also hear his voice right now in the parks, telling everyone to keep their mask up. Mm. Interesting. Yep. 
That makes sense. What Caesar was talking about before, before I hit record, I asked the question, so what persuaded you boys to come and join this podcast? Speaking to Shang and Sydney here. I am a huge fan of podcasts. So when I heard you guys were doing one, I jumped in. I was like, oh, I'm all in. I want to be here. I want in on this. So <laughs> here I am. That's all. Just I'm a big fan of podcasts. Always wanted to be on one. You guys asked me. So I'm like, here we go. Let's go. Give it a shot. <laughs> Sounds like fun. <laughs> Great to hear. Too yeah. bad you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> maybe, maybe. What am I saying? We're professionals here. Oh, we are, yeah. That's when Sydney just like leaves halfway through. Oh. Yep. <laughs> See you later, Sydney. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> what about you, Shane? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I echo that too, Sydney. I had friends say, oh yeah, let's try a podcast. Never happened. Nothing came through with it. But also hearing the topic of Star Wars as well mm. as just movies, which I love too. I think it was just a great combo there. And I was like, definitely, yes. Well, the Star Wars <laughs> was given at random. It wasn't something that we knew we were going to be going into from yeah. the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this could also go in a terrible direction in the future because exactly. it could literally <laughs> land on a National Geographic documentary. It's going to happen one of these days, and I'm Which, not going to really care for it. But about, I, know, I know what you're going to say. Great. Just like reviewing. <laughs> I would do it anyway. I am honored to be part of this podcast. Ooh. 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 Not a regular. Call me. A regular. <laughs> Ooh. So when I know that we have to review any of these boring nature documentaries on, on Disney+, Plus, <laughs> I can call Shank because yeah. all yeah. my other friends are going to be like, no, I don't sound interested <laughs> in that. Hey, I'm, I'm all hey, about Kevin. nature too now. Okay? Ooh, like, hey, yeah, I, I, I like a mean documentary yeah. about like birds, you know, Yo. their migration patterns. Look, I'm all for nature, but presentation's uh, not always there in these documentaries. Not, no, hey, not. you know that's what makes it even better, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, our misery is gonna make the audience laugh, so exactly. that's all for no, show. They can be miserable with us while watching, too. but our, oh, wow. all like our energy will make them happy again. What are they going to be miserable about? They're not the ones watching it. Oh, well, maybe they should watch it with us. I mean, they could. Well, yeah. Yeah. So on that note, I think it's time that we watch The Rise of Skywalker on Disney+. And we'll get back to you guys on a review and our thoughts just after seeing the movie. After these messages. Morning, children. Morning, Mom. Do either of you want a glass of milk with your Ronto wrap this morning? Yeah! Oh, yeah! Mom, why is the milk green? I'm sorry, but that's all they had in the marketplace. There's hardly any blue milk left in Blackspire. Not ever since those sweaty travelers wearing the bad bunny tops and the most expensive day ever should started visiting Batu. But the, the green milk tastes, tastes like, like dirt. dirt! I know. But it is the second best drink Blackspire has to offer younglings like yourselves. It's not so bad. Try pouring it in your Ronto wrap. It helps, it really does. Genius! That's the spirit, kiddos. Mommy, can I try what you're drinking? Sorry, sweetie. But fuzzy tauntauns are mommy's drink. Mommy's special drink. Besides, your Aunt Oga specifically said not to serve it to younglings. Now get dressed. Your father will be here soon to take you to build a droid, while mommy spends her afternoon at Oga's Cantina thinking about her regrets and life choices. Hey, kids. Daddy! Why must you always be late, Savi? Sorry, I got caught up collecting scrap metal. 
Oh, sweaty tourists leave cans of it all over the ground at Blackspire. Hi, is that green milk? My favorite. Mmm. Hey, Dad! Got blue milk? <laughs> Got blue milk. Guess what, everyone? Review O Meter is now on Twitter. Follow and receive alerts of when a new podcast episode is released. Participate in future activities such as polls to help us decide which streaming titles to watch in our future episodes. Follow Review O Meter at Review O Meter. That's Review O Meter without hyphens in the username. And we are back. Review O Meter. The ASMR podcast where we just watched The Rise of Skywalker, episode 9 of Star Wars. First, I wanted to say maybe I was giving this movie a bit too harsh of a review at first because when I look at it alone, this is actually a very enjoyable movie. When I look at it overall with the trilogy, it doesn't really add up. But alone, this is a good watch. I really don't hate this movie. There's just moments where I have anger because I know what needs to be fixed, but they just didn't go with those routes. That's what frustrates me. So that just shows that this movie has a lot of care for it, but it just needed some minor tweaking. Maybe the whole trilogy just needed one big rewrite one or one final draft. Yeah, Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, just watching it again, first time since the theaters, I think just watching it as a movie and like having any expectations or really knowing what's going to happen, but just just enjoying it as a movie. I think, yeah, definitely was harsh the first (laughs) first go round. I'm going to speak from the casual span. Coming from the casual viewpoint real quick, I go for Star Wars strictly for the lightsaber battles because it's bright lights, it's fun, I'm big into action stuff anyway. So, like, the first time I saw this, I'm like, yo, okay, you're the last one of the trilogy, I need an epic fight just like the Revenge of the Sith had. I'm like, I need something full-on epic, which I got a little bit, but not to the extent because Rey and Kylo aren't the fighters that Anakin and Obi-Wan were, which isn't, isn't fair to them. I don't think it's fair to anybody. It's just the way my mind works. But watching it the second time, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than my fear time watching it or anything else. Just full on just watching it, hanging out here, relaxing. And it was much more enjoyable this time around. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. The big budget, like, it was good, like, a big budget movie. I thought it was good, too. It might not have followed as much, like, lore as most people like myself would have liked the scenes the fight scenes like that the mexico ship fight scenes that was like incredible just there is some minor lore that i picked up from this movie only because (laughs) as the third movie in the third trilogy we already had the prequels when this was made so they obviously knew they can like call back to those in some ways and i think the only line that references the prequels um Oh my goodness. Which one told me I just forgot it. Uh, <laughs> that train just left the station. Well, um, are you talking about the one where I was Hana and Ben and then he said, I know that one? No, I mean, I'll talk about that soon too because that's uh, okay. that scene alone has a lot of layers. Which line are you talking about? There's, oh my God, I even had this noted in my head. Your head's your worst computer. Never forget that. Yeah, you should have wrote it down, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's was here. it the whole, <laughs> the last Skywalker film? <laughs> so shall you or that one? 
Well, was it that whole like does you will fall like the last Skywalker that made me fall kind of thing or no? No. Okay. So another one I was gonna say was when Palpatine takes the life force out of both mm-hmm. Kylo and Rey, or I guess in that moment he's Ben, and he says a bond of life force I haven't seen in generations. Yeah, you can maybe look at that in some sort of extended universe novels or such, like Knights or of even, the Old Republic. Yeah, or even like a certain story arc in the Clone Wars cartoon. I'm trying to remember, I haven't seen like Clone Wars in a while, so. Oh, Clone Wars, sorry, that's another thing. Season uh, six of I Clone mean, Wars actually six. touches some things yeah. related Sydney, with the Force ghosts. If, if you want a good like lightsaber battle scene, the last <laughs> season of Clone Wars. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I, that, I, started sorry, them, going, <laughs> I, know I started Clone Wars and then I fell off for reasons unknown to me and then I didn't mean to start back up, so I'll definitely add that to my... That that last season, the last, like, four or five episodes, oh, so good. (laughs) Noted. I will add that to my list for sure. This movie was was good, like, in terms of, like, action. I'm kind of a kid when it comes to, like, sci-fi or fantasy or even, like, action movies, where, like, it starts off with a spaceship chasing, and it just goes from there. Kind of, like, grabs your attention, in a sense. Mm -hmm. Most Star Wars movies usually have to start in space, only because the opening title crawl ends in space, so it's a good way to pan away from that yeah i mean i wish they started with the millennium falcon scene and not with kylo ren scene yeah and like yeah. that whole big opening i feel like they could have one maybe put that in the last movie or put that further in the movie <laughs> not the very beginning scene that one you do you do kind of like question like what is that what is he doing well Why is he going there they wanted to reintroduce emperor Palpatine, and they did in the opening crawl that might have been the right decision just so they don't have to explain so much why he's back it's just he's back even they are surprised why we don't know they even there's a character that even says it cannot be the emperor is dead dark science cloning secrets only the sith knew yeah, that's our way of saying we don't know how, just accept it. This is, is going to be a great story. Don't worry. He's back. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Which also, I don't know if I entirely like. Like, I don't hate the things he does in the movie, but the idea of bringing him back is risky just because when you look at Return of the Jedi, it makes Vader's sacrifice almost useless. useless. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe I'm going further, but the connection between. Yeah, never mind. I'll, I'll save that for later. <laughs> but yes. Go ahead and say it now. Like... It's fine. Oh, um, it now. Yeah, no, no. Go spoilers like, we're good <laughs> yeah i feel like ben should have lived <laughs> yeah. yeah it would have been like yeah. a, a yeah. parallel like with that too so and i feel like ben should have been the one that killed palpatine it'll be a perfect symmetry of it mm. and then he and then again rise of skywalker it would have fit perfectly like oh he accepts that yeah other than a name part change of skywalker exactly mm. <laughs> at the end of <laughs> instead of right at the end of this episode yeah. i'll tell you exactly how I personally believe this whole movie should have went down. I'll tell you the whole plot <laughs> of that scene by scene. But well, you're right. I think maybe in his death, when he goes into a force ghost, he doesn't even actually become a force ghost. He just disappears. That's yeah. another weird yeah. thing. But I was going to say, Don't. in season six of Clone Wars, Yoda goes and learns how to become a force ghost. Of course, we're looking at prequel stuff. I know maybe a lot of people in Star Wars fandom still doesn't really care for the prequels or openly ex- 
accepts the prequels, but I think most people have grown into accepting the Clone Wars, especially through The Mandalorian. Because oh, uh, so. Dave Filoni is basically running Lucasfilm right now. But Yoda goes and learns how to be a Force ghost because he gets a vision from Qui-Gon Jinn who tells him to like go to this planet. You're going to like meet these ladies in the Force universe and they teach him how to, to become a Force ghost after death. So how does Kylo learn how to do that? I don't know. How does Leia learn how to do that? I don't know when Luke taught her that, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's that time period where we don't see so that he could have taught her. Oh, no, it's possible. I get it. I think they should have just thrown at the end there when they showed Luke and Leia, they should have just thrown uh, Hayden Christian like behind them. I'm just going to throw it out there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I wish he would have been in it. (laughs) That would have been nice. Yeah, it would have been nice to see, I guess, Anakin there. But that would have been risky because I don't know. I don't know if all the fandom would really appreciate that. Yeah. We're on the young side, so you have to remember that. Oh, yeah. I mean, also, wouldn't it have been better if... I know the conversation with Ben and Han was good, but if it was with Vader instead, wouldn't have that made sense, especially if he was trying to please him like this entire series? I like Han because the layers I was talking about to that scene was the line Kylo had that he was feeding to Han were the same lines he said in The Force Awakens just before he killed Han. Your son, he's gone. My son is alive. My son is dead. No. Kylo Ren is dead. My son is alive. It's too late. No, it's not. Leave here with me. Come home. Come home. It's too late. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Can you help me? I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. You do. So it's, to me, I interpret that as he holds the guilt that he killed his father. But with those lines that he keeps running in those heads, this is how he now imagines it. He knows he's stuck to saying those lines. That's his history. That's what he did before the most traumatic moment of his life. But he's trying to use it to like open up to become good again. I thought that was actually pretty cool. I thought it needed to be Han because if it was Vader, I don't think he becomes good again. Like, if the Vader that he was trying to please was the Vader that was trying to please the Emperor. It wasn't Anakin, and it wasn't, like, it was the one that was already the dark side. And he's, yeah. like, if he's, they're, they're trying to reach him and trying to bring him back to the Jedi or the light side of the Force, I guess, then it needs to be either Han or his mom or somebody good, because otherwise, if there's anybody Sith or Empire related, he's going right back to Kylo. Oh, I think if they added Vader, even when like when Han's talking, he's like, you're just a memory. He's like, well, if he's like talking to like Vader, I think it'd be kind of confusing in a sense. As to whose memory, if it's Kylo's yeah. memory or yeah. his memory. Because like yeah. he's more focused so. on the whole you know vader rather than Mm -hmm. anakin or even vader before he dies well you could tell like with kylo the character in general he his whole thing is a struggle like he's been struggling ever since force awakens (laughs) like he just struggles with the good bad am i truly sith like am i kind of good like what do i want to do because if you realize like if you go back into it back when anakin became vader that moment of betrayal his eyes turned instantly kylo's never did that he betrayed his dad like in the worst way possible he killed the guy his eyes never turned into the sith orange or whatever like his eyes not one time even started going that way anakin's from the second he started like guessing things and then you got the academy and then you got the fight his eyes were like already at that point 
full on Sith. He is Vader oh. all the way. Kylo though, he's like, okay, am I Ben today? Am I Kylo today? Hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna be Ben next scene or if I'm Kylo next scene. And that's just kind of the thing. Like, you did the thing that you thought was hard. You killed your dad. You never became the actual Sith Lord you were supposed to be after that. So there had to have been more. And he had constantly been searching more, but that was never his path. At least that's not the path they decided. But that's just never his path. He never, after the big betrayal, never went full Sith. He was still struggling with what to do next. So I just think that whole struggle, it had to have been Han to come back and say, hey, this is the side. These are your memories. You've been struggling with this now. Ben's memories are the ones that came to you in need. Not Kylo or anything Sith or Empire related. Ben and all the good that comes with Ben Solo came to help you. Well, said yeah i mean i've never noticed that detail with the eyes actually yeah me either yeah that was the first thing i noticed in the movie theater was his eyes never changed it was the first thing i noticed about anakin is the first thing i noticed about kylo the eyes never change and when you look when palpatine got the life force back those eyes popped instantly back to yellow (laughs) or orange or whatever color you want to call it but (laughs) like the eyes that you could tell they glowed like it was like okay he's back to the emperor but like and any sith lord you go back and look it's like okay those eyes they're there they're like they're ready to go. He was always battling. He always had his natural color eyes. Good point. Good point, Sydney. Oh, yeah. That was really well put. Yeah. Especially yeah. in detail with, mm-hmm. I honestly, stuff I've never actually noticed. And mm-hmm. I really want to, like, go back and, like, watch. <laughs> just for... yeah. Watch all nine of them. <laughs> yeah. You guys going to be zoning in on those eyes now. <laughs> <You're> like, oh. <laughs> show me your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But show me the eyes, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like the Leonardo meme where he's like... <laughs> Right there. <laughs> <laughs> you got the you got the eyes. You got the red eyes right there. Right there. Be like, yeah, you can shoot lightning, but let me see your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> also, shooting lightning. How is Ray able to shoot lightning? She ain't even evil. Mm, well, is it is it a no? It can't be just a set thing, is it? It is. No, right? it isn't. No. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I don't. Depends on. I think if you go into which lore, like oh, I'll say now. Correct like, me if I'm wrong. Isn't or not. isn't the powers you do and don't use as part of the force what decides whether you're light or dark side? Or did I just make that up in my head? Because it's very possible. Oh, that's a, I don't know. Because I I just don't know. Yeah. Well, also going off of that, the lightning. Uh, so if it's true that only Sith like do it, force healing is it only a good or bad thing? <laughs> Or, I mean, maybe if you learn the Force, like, from an early age and, like, you turn to the dark side, you just have that? or Because I think maybe both sides already do it. I I don't know. Because then you you can go with the Mandalorian and say, hey, he has Force. (laughs) (laughs) This foreshadowing of something? Ooh. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. The healing thing brought up so many questions in general in my eyes, both this time and last time, because I honestly was like, Okay, well, then what was the point of anything Anakin struggled with? Like, <laughs> why didn't we just go straight to the Force healing? Like, here, I'll just show you how to heal people and we'll be fine. <laughs> so that's, it's, uh, it's because they never made a master. That's why. That's a, that's a master. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's right, though. Because, like, yeah. even, even Palpatine back then was like, oh, yeah, I, I could save lives. 
you know, the dark side yeah. never actually did. So I don't yeah. know if maybe even Palpatine himself could have used healing. I don't know. But I just know when they did that, yeah, the first time it threw me all off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then can we talk about the Knights of Ren? <laughs> oh, the, the gang? The, <laughs> the, the, the gang guy who just showed up the, every time but didn't do anything? <laughs> they were just there? <laughs> what, was, what was the purpose of <laughs> Please. The bodyguard. They, well, they look pretty. Yeah. Well, like in in the Force Awakens, isn't there a flashback? I thought there was like something big gonna happen with them, but then they're just like, we're here. They're worse than the clowns. Because <laughs> in the movie, yeah, they're there. They're just, they're stormtroopers. They have an actual like run in with them in like the comics back when like Kylo was a kid in training with Luke. So I don't know. If, I've never actually read it, but like I don't know if they were special in any way. The only thing I like about the Knights of Ren is their name. Like oh, you yeah. look cool, your outfit's cool, but yeah, you're no better than a stormtrooper, bro. They said the only difference is they shoot, you don't even attempt, but you can't land your swings either. So like what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they just look cool, you know, they just have to yeah, stand around like, and be like hey. you guys make great Halloween costume ideas, but you don't do anything else for us. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's what they the... sell the toys. Going off of that, like points where it was just like there. I feel like there was a lot of times where it was just like, oh, we don't know how to explain this, so we're just gonna put it there. Like the wayfinder, how there's only two of them, and of mm. course they found, <laughs> or the book right before they have to find one of the wayfinders. It's in her book, and she just happens to pass through it right as they talk about it. Like things like that. It just seems like oh, <laughs> it could explain that a little bit better. Well, um, the book was Luke's, right? Was she just reading Luke's like old research and old notes from his journey or whatever? Like, it's, yeah. that's what I thought it was at first. So I just but thought it, like it just carried on. Those are his notes from the last movie yeah. of her continuing her training. Just as she like reads one section where it's important, and then they're like, "Oh well, let's call for a meeting," <laughs> and then it happens, like <laughs> things like that. And then uh, that's just Star Wars. <laughs> it's <laughs> the convenience, All right? Yeah. Hey. Or like. How they said, uh, what was it? The skimmer? How the water skimmer, her getting on to get the wayfinder. And they're like, oh no, we have to go on a ship. But then Finn and the the girl somehow get there on a... (laughs) <laughs> things like that it's like oh we we told you not to go on a <laughs> right now but we'll go right now after. we're gonna do it anyway <laughs> gotta do it anyways yeah. so it wasn't impossible you didn't have to wait a day <laughs> right that tide or the waves did not change any different like they're just as bad if not worse like <laughs> the one thing that i always remember from this movie is how we see c3po with like red eyes so he's going back to the eyes didn't he the movie was coming out everyone thought oh ctbo is a sith lord now <laughs> i found that hilarious uh, sith, sith 3po let's go <laughs> oh. oh was it like a whole jar jar bing situation i am the real <laughs> sith lord Oh my yes. The eyes tell all. That's how you knew. That's how you knew he was about to give us some valuable information. Eyes went red. Next time he opened his mouth, it was useful. <laughs> like, thank you. This movie was funny. It was like it had a lot of jokes. Yeah. See, three PO really killed it with those jokes. So Poe too. Poe Poe's now my uh, favorite character because of the oh, yeah. the one part where they're like, "Used to be a spice runner. Used to be a, a true uh, stormtrooper. <laughs> used to be a spice runner. <laughs> used to be a what was it called? Um, a scavenger. Scavenger. We can go all day. <laughs> yeah, that part had me laughing. <laughs> So I I think Peter's mic is kind of acting funny. So because he's trying to talk, but he can't see if we can hear him. I was wondering because I'm just like Peter would. Yeah, I was about to say like yeah, like he's the host. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys. 
I was kidnapped by Jawas. They interrupted yeah, my computer broadcast signal and they forced me to listen to the whole thing without me having to give my opinion on everything you guys said, starting from when Sydney talked about the yellow eyes that Anakin and Emperor Palpatine had and how Ben Solo didn't have any himself. So I have a lot of things I need to just jump in to get out of the way there. Here, so here we go. The, the Clone Wars helped build Anakin's Sith side throughout a good length of time while the movies just kind of rushed it in their own way. You guys were talking about the healing part with uh, yeah. the Bastilus yeah. looking thing and and <laughs> good examples honestly just healing in general so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. but yeah. but that happened in the mandalorian first two days before this movie came out him yeah wait in the last what? episode of season one grogu healed carl weathers character oh my god he's that's great. right wait you yeah, know that's yeah yeah wait the, the, the baby did, did the magic hand did mandalorian come afterwards mr grogu did it first so it's more acceptable for everyone i hope can we say like hey that could be a sith thing is it a sith thing then mm, is it foreshadowing uh, she learned it from the books oh she did mm-hmm. did i miss that i think it's implied it's not ever said okay. of course because she takes the book so she was able to learn ancient forest techniques and i think that's just grogu because like the yoda species of whatever that is for those who don't know there is no species name for yoda that's why everyone called him baby yoda i think it's just because he's very high sensitive to the force with his m count his you know midichlorian blood count it was just in there that he knew how to do that with the force kind of like genetics okay and i now just remembered exactly the prequel line i mentioned earlier that i said i forgot so i mentioned how the life force bond quote that Palpatine gave to them talking about how that was kind of like related to knights of the older public i just now remember that what i was going to say before that relates to the prequels the line where c3po tells everyone that r2's memory bank is famously unreliable which is why when c3po got his memory wiped he remembers nothing of the prequels during the original trilogy mm. now that i got all that out i can live in peace because the jawas are gone they left my room they promised to leave me be and they also tried to fix my mic because that is honestly i had mic errors that's that's why i was radio silent for a while yeah i don't think they fixed it hopefully unless something happens again we get back to baskets yeah unless <laughs> i double cross them on our deal <laughs> You know, nobody. So obviously we were getting heavily into spoilers here. I don't think there's really any need to read the description of what this movie is or, you know, try to tell people what kind of movie we just saw. Because everyone who's listening most likely saw this movie already. And those who didn't are just, I don't know. They just don't want to watch this movie, I guess. So why would you be listening to this podcast? Because they want our great opinions. Maybe, maybe, maybe but they want to watch this get... and then maybe hmm, like, maybe I now I'll watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so That's a good point. But you just you're about to hear all the spoilers and i think we already said a lot of spoilers but maybe to stop midway and be like okay now i actually gotta watch this and hear what they gotta say hopefully yeah oh once they once they hear my eyes talk we know exactly what they'll be staring at for the rest of the movie (laughs) that is something i have noticed for such a long time though the eyes yeah and it right there never picked up on that it's crazy yeah, me either it's because kylo was still holding on to the good mostly anakin basically snapped of course it took a while for him like having his mother die having obi-wan betray him never act like a father just kind of like an older brother really that hates him and <laughs> qui-gon jinn's death you know all these little things just builds up to why anakin went to the dark side and of course like i said just now clone wars really builds up onto that much more and much more efficient good little backstory right yeah oh so why didn't kylo like just keep the lightsaber instead of just you know throwing it like you need a lightsaber to go fight with right uh i don't know because it's red I, he needed that like, yeah. okay so mace's mace's was purple maybe it's because of the representation of what it means 
Like it's his old life. It's his uh, Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Kylo Ren's lightsaber. It's like the death of his father. It's like connected to that. It's his fallen way, and he's trying to change. And that's one of the things he needs to let go of to like be free of that. To like be a new person, possibly. So it's a symbol of everything of what he's become and how he's regretting everything he has done. I yeah, that. I guess, or kind of like turning over a new leaf. Like this is the last thing he needs to do. And it's it's final to make that change, sort of. Like that symbolism of I'm a new person. So in like the Darth Vader comics, Darth Vader has to go and make his own lightsaber. And order for the kyber crystal to turn red, he had to like kill another Jedi. So I don't know if like Kylo had to do that too in order to make his lightsaber. I've actually never heard of that. Me either. I'm just like, wow. I didn't yeah, it's like it was a it was a literally at the beginning of the Darth Vader comics. So I don't know if like they had to do that too. That's like making a horcrux, having to kill someone. (laughs) In a sense, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I wanted to see Rey make a lightsaber, and I know she did at the very... I like that it's yellow. I just think because she has a staff for all three of these movies, it should have been a double-sided lightsaber. Her Sith lightsaber was Mm double-sided. Well, her quote-unquote Sith. That was a cool one, I'm not going to lie. It's amazing. That was. And I hope they sell that. Um... (laughs) I mean there were a bunch of like things I wish there were more of like the trio more of them like hanging out Mm -hmm. Um, Zori is that Zori yeah Um, more of her also the stormtroopers who left the order just like more of that and I guess they they now can technically it's part of the part canon so they can make series off of that but I just feel like spice running movie Mm. (laughs) oh I would see (laughs) they were okay characters I just I wish we had more Rose. Oh yeah, that's another thing too. Rose. Oh. Yeah. I feel like the trasher people were talking on the internet. I feel like that's why they kind of like laid back on her character from being a main part. Really? Yeah. I like, she was okay in the second yeah. and then I thought she was okay. Yeah. I liked her a lot. I thought she was yeah. really maybe I don't know. I don't know really understand why everyone hated her so much. I can understand like the B plot of Last Jedi being maybe a little too slow for some and God, the whole Canto Bike Casino planets. That whole scene could honestly just be cut and I'd been okay with it. Mostly just the the horse race part, because I guess I do actually enjoy finding the code breaker and all that, but I just didn't like the horse race moment. So people were already zoning out of from Rose and that connecting her to those scenes. I think though that Rose would have been more interesting character in this movie, but they totally let fan service write this movie alone. And I just don't like that. It really did create some sort of toxic environment, kind of like ruining the script in a way. Yeah, I think another reason for like this trilogy is sort of like it's getting new fans into it. My first movies weren't like, you know, original. Yeah, original. Yeah. And I, I started off with the prequels. I watched Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones and you know, Revenge of the Sith. And that's what got me into it. I feel like somebody that was my age around that now watching yeah. these probably would have gotten into it. Well, George Lucas absolutely ignored the fan service and the critics that were given from Phantom Menace. The only thing maybe that he changed was Darth Jar Jar Mm -hmm. and added Count Dooku. Jar Jar would have been amazing. He's the key to all of this. But another thing of fan service that I think was just written into this movie was the very ending. Rey Skywalker, the whole Tatooine moment, because Rey has no connection to Tatooine. I still don't really buy her full one family connection with Luke. I don't think she made it to that level with Luke. I think maybe she made it more with Han. Definitely Leia, but 
in the force awakens she definitely grew a connection with han more than i felt than she did with luke because luke kind of just pushed her to the side for almost the entire movie so to go with ray skywalker hmm i don't know it's fine i guess if uh Tatooine isn't her story, though, so I don't know why. And it wouldn't be Luke's ending either because Luke wanted to get away from Tatooine. Just asking in general, wouldn't a Tatooine ending be more Anakin Vader's type thing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if it had been Anakin that did all that she did and stopped Palpatine and destroyed everything completely, wouldn't he likely have been the one to go back to Tatooine and bury the lightsabers there? If he was Vader? Yeah, no, no, I'm saying, like, wouldn't Anakin, like, wouldn't that be something that you would expect Anakin to do? Anakin would go back to Tatooine, because isn't that, isn't he the one with Tatooine ties? I don't think so. I mean, Luke would probably do that since, No, I don't think so. Luke wanted to get away. Yeah, they both did. Anakin hated sand. I I think it would have been cool if Darth Vader buried the lightsabers, trying to say, this is where my history dies, just this awful Mm. planet that I grew up on. Well, going back, I think think if Ben lived, and then he buried it, it would have been like a full circle of like, I'm moving on from... Oh, yeah, yeah, that would have been better, I think. Yeah. Hence, yeah. I think Ray should cool. have died. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! No, 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 no! Sorry. Whoa! Oh, Michael Shane! Whoa! Oh, I don't think she should have died. Oh my god! <laughs> so dark, Michael Shane. Look at his eyes, guys. I mean, Look at his eyes. Hey, I need a screenshot of your eyes. Where's Where's my camera? Turn it on. <laughs> But like going off because then it would have been a full circle of like the going off of Return of the Jedi with Palpatine. His line is is done and over, and and then the Skywalker would be the one remaining. Yeah, it would have been yeah. cool if Ben lived. I like that he went on as full villain, even though Palpatine takes the spotlight. Like I said. But I still wanted some sort of redemption, even though in The Last Jedi, he was given his Return of the Jedi style redemption moment, but he declined it. And in The Rise of Skywalker, oh my god, okay, how close are we coming to the end here? Because like I said, this is just going to be my plot for The Rise of Skywalker. I was going to say, because the one thing that we passed up on, it was General Hux being the, oh, the yeah. spy. The spy, I was... <laughs> I, I liked that, that too. Oh, yeah. Being Fulcrum, yeah. yeah. Um, funny. I liked it. Funny. It makes sense. It's I, not, I like that he actually wasn't a rebel spy either. It was just like, he hates Kylo. And he's like, I'm going to do it to betray you because I hate you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it was already done better in Alice. another series. I won't say what because I know some people have watched it. Well, I just said his name. In Star Wars Rebels. Oh, oh. well, oh, it's done. There it goes. Um, okay, yeah. There I was mean, a Prince plus- Zuko moment in Star Wars Rebels. Plus, I feel like that was done better in that, like, you could see the progression, like, of it. It went the entire series for Callus. Whereas, like, General Hawks, you could kind of tell in the very end of The Last Jedi, but I feel like it was kind of forced. There was... Boom, boom. There was no... Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it just felt a little forced, felt a little... There was no redeeming factor in it, and he just, just died. There was no... Yeah. No, you're right. I felt like there was no point in that. Yeah. I think if Carrie Fisher were to have never unfortunately passed just before the making of this movie, I think we would have seen more of her, more of a better reunion between her and Ben. It's unfortunate we've never got that. I'm happy they were able to archive footage to use in this movie because she was absolutely wonderful. I totally bought everything she said, the whole never underestimate a droid that scene mm-hmm. played later when bb8 shot the ship and that's what ray said never underestimate a droid. like okay so they definitely found this old footage and they let it rework so i 
you bring that up. I do have a genuine question. Is her passing why Han was the one they chose to kind of bring Ben out of the Kylo realm of Maybe cause... thinking? Because she, they couldn't film new footage. Is that why they went with probably Tom, think, maybe yeah. probably. I, I for one do think that it would have made a, a, I don't know, it would have made bit more sense or a believe more believable push. I'm not saying that there was anything wrong with because Han was a good choice as well. But I do feel like there's always something when mom comes to bring the son out like when mom goes and gets the son or mom yeah. gets involved like that always <laughs> that mother son connection is always there so you bring up her passing just before they make the movie makes me think now is like were they actually intending on using her after that fight to kind I of think bring so. him back to the good side instead of han but han worked as well because then they worked in the quotes that we were talking about with uh you have strength i know and everything like that but I do feel like if she would have passed away and become instantly a force ghost in his memory as he came back, that would have been like perfect. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I wonder how many millions they the paid Harrison Ford to shoot that one scene. Oh, he did not want to come back. Oh my god. No, he, they paid him twenty two million dollars. I think. Don't quote just me. Just for that scene. For the Force Awakens. Oh, okay. So for that scene, say, for that, like, at least a million. <laughs> like, didn't they freeze him in um carbonite just because they didn't know if he was gonna come back? Yeah, yeah, sure. That's exactly <laughs> what they did. Or maybe they should have just recasted him again. Solo. Who, who, else, who, else, who else would be her? Who else would be like solo? Like I can't see Harrison Ford. I think I a person that's not Harrison Ford being Han Solo. To be honest. So you've never seen Solo? Yeah, right? I've seen Solo, but that, I've seen Solo, <laughs> but like that's like a. I think I consider Solo like, like kind of like a prequel in a sense. I guess you're saying like um. You can't imagine someone from like the past being him. I mean, that's sort of a different story in a sense. Because I know I've heard, I've seen, I've seen, I don't know where I saw online, but I know um, Al Pacino uh, auditioned to be Han Solo. Oh, I, just imagine that. The <laughs> mental wow. image of that, like that's... all, all I'm thinking of is either Scarface <laughs> or like any given Sunday Al Pacino trying to be Han Solo. It's just, just the not... Godfather hey, alone. I don't see say that hello to my William Falcon. <laughs> Chewy! That's a bad Al Pacino impression, but that's how I think it would sound. I still like the scene with Han in it, you know. Yeah, it's, of course. Even though I think they would have kept Leia alive if Carrie were to have lived, it is honestly quite special that R2 was present in the room when she was both born and died. Mm. Yeah. I, wow, that went way over my head. Yeah. Good catch on that. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that full circle for me. <laughs> that brought a tear to my eye. But I also wanted to see more R2 in this trilogy, and we just never got that but that one moment alone with r2 being with leia i guess that's how i probably would have wanted it too so hey man that's why they brought in bb8 and you know selling toys oh and dio selling toys Hmm. more toys do you know who voices dio no jj abrams really yeah once you hear it again you're never gonna unhear it yeah along with the nights around more toys i'm gonna uh, say if, if you find that costume for me i'm down to rock it i'll be a knight, hey I'll be a knight of ren be... i think i think that's what the boys are uh, gonna head out on for uh for halloween yeah, i'm in but, i'm in what they do nothing Okay, and I will also do nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm say, hold on, you, you forget who you're speaking to here. <laughs> I like how in The Force Awakens they were hyped up to be something, but they ended up being nothing. Okay, of all the things in The Force Awakens that were hyped up to be something. See, like... I'm, I'm seeing the relationship here. I was hyped up to be things too, and yet here I am. I'm, I'm a perfect Knight of Ren candidate. <laughs>
this is my application. It's official. <laughs> what are their weapons made out of? Is it like Beskar? Maybe. Because uh, it was taking some lightsaber damage and not actually getting damaged. So They do have a costume of Knights of Ren at Walmart for like $39.99. So, Sydney, that's all you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Caesar's here doing his research, everybody. Oh, man. So here's another topic. A big spoiler here, if we haven't said it already. Ray is the granddaughter of Emperor Palpatine. What? 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 Spoilers. Not like I just watched this movie. I actually do enjoy that twist. I think it works well. Seeing her shoot lightning out of her hands was pretty cool. And it actually ties pretty well to how she's very tempted to lean towards the dark side in all of these movies just to get answers. But... In The Last Jedi, they made it clear that, like, she was a nobody, even though, like, in this one, they retconned it saying, oh, no, your parents pretended to be nobody so they can protect you from Emperor Palpatine, who wanted you for some weird reason. But I also can't deny that it's just weird to say, oh, you're not important in Star Wars unless you actually have a family name tied to you. But why can't you be that powerful? Ezra's pretty powerful as a Jedi, and he's got no, like, name tied to anyone. That we know of. <laughs> that we know of we'll see uh, yeah. in mandalorian or ahsoka oh, whatever these please. new shows that's coming you you're gonna find <laughs> out he's like the second cousin removed from like palpatine or hopefully hopefully he's just raised just a raised brother <laughs> okay fine then ahsoka has no relation that we know of anyways i just don't think it's that important for bloodlines to be the specific cause of why you're a powerful being because if you believe that then honestly you're one who likes metachlorians because that's a bloodline thing yeah Yeah. well i think they kind of had to do it with the dyad thing just because of the connection and it being technically the end of the skywalker era they needed to have that full circle and kind of had like this trilogy kind of matched the last trilogy in that sense. So it works. In my mind, yeah, it makes yeah. sense in that. Prefer, I wish it was Obi-Wan <laughs> connection. <laughs> I like but... this better. I think that was cool, but I actually end up liking this better because it adds more dynamics to her being like, tempted to the dark side. Yeah, the like struggle between light and dark for her. Yeah. Don't be afraid sure. of who you are. That line she kept saying, I think that could have tied down really well to what the movie was about, but they just showed her Sith part as just like a quick little foreshadow thing and it wasn't played out as anything it should have actually been something if she had oh. w- went to the dark side i think that could have helped bring ben back to the light side because he actually sees how evil she became and she even killed chewy earlier in the movie and she never even let time to let that sink in that she killed chewy they've all treated it like oh yeah we'll complete our mission for chewy ray you killed chewy how that, can you live with yourself right now that- that was such a sad moment when I saw you and watching the theater. I literally, my heart broke. I literally thought, how did he just kill Chewie? Like, oh, like, my first thought was this was fan service. They're not killing him. Are you yeah. Oh, yeah, I was th- I was thinking like plot armor is kicking in. He's probably not dead. He's Yeah, he probably fell out and like, <laughs> like flew somewhere. Yeah. Uh, caught somewhere. Yeah, he's one oh. of a few Star Wars characters that isn't played <laughs> by like a face actor that you can just keep recasting in many more movies because it's just a costume. So and the sound <laughs> and the sound. A costume and the sound. So you Wasn't don't need an actor. actor though. No, Peter Mayhew Wasn't... passed away. Well, I don't know if he. No, I don't for the, if he no, passed I don't away think he did the last before. one. Yeah. No, like John. Did... What's his name? Eunice. Force Awakens. Yeah. Jonas. Jonas. So Eunice. Tom. Uh, the one that played in this movie was yeah. Jonas. So Thomas. 
Saitome. He's a cool guy if you've ever seen videos of him. Peter Meehy, who only had one scene in The Force Awakens. And the reason of that is because he's been in a wheelchair for like so many years for so many surgeries that he's been through. So he can't run around in the Chewie costume, but they did let him play Chewie at the very end of the movie when Ray and Chewie were flying away on the Falcon to go visit Luke. That's Peter Mayhew sitting in the Chewie costume. And the way you can tell easily is by his head tilt and the blue of his eyes. They just glimmer, and that's, you know, that's Peter Mayhew, easily. Those are the eyes I did not look at. (laughs) (laughs) Chewie's always been pure. There's never been a question about Chewie. Never had to look at his eyes. So we just watched this on Disney+, and I gotta say, that was probably the first time we really attempted to use the group watch thing on Disney+, and wow, did we have issues with that in the beginning, all the... (laughs) playbacks and the pauses and the synchronizing i liked the idea of being able to watch together and send like the emoticons on the server but i think anytime someone were to try to connect it to their tv like i have it will pause to sync up with everyone if you have airpods and you take one airpod out the whole thing will pause for everyone and this is not just me as the controller it's anyone has access to pausing or rewinding that's annoying that was definitely annoying uh, the emoticons, I was afraid, one, I paused it accidentally because I tried to submit. Like, Same. Yeah. But I was also afraid of skipping all the way to the end of the movie. Because oh. <laughs> it's so close. I was like, Yo, Michael, that, do not press it. That, that was a fear of mine, too. I was like, you know what? No more emojis. I've almost ended this movie twice now. I'm good. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm good. I just didn't want to like accidentally like start skipping through things and just, you know, oh, shoot. Like, fast forwarding like right. a couple scenes ahead. But in, like, the emojis, I feel like they should definitely add more. I mean, there really isn't much to use. Just crying, laughing, smile, no wows, no boredom face. I I feel like for a start, like, this was a good start into it. So, like, especially with quarantine happening, just, I know chat would be nice, too. But, like, a quick thing be like, oh, this person did not like this (laughs) scene. Or, like... (laughs) Because I can only uh, laughing emoji so many times. Yeah. (laughs) Or angry emoji. (laughs) So I think about now it's time I give you exactly how I think The Rise of Skywalker should have played out. Here we go. The film begins on the Millennium Falcon. That whole scene and the whole spy plot that can all stay. We cut to Kylo searching for a Sith holocron. This device sent the signal of Palpatine's return and is promised to reveal secrets of the Sith. It would feel too random to shoehorn this in the beginning of this new movie, so let's just say this was introduced in The Last Jedi. He lands on Exegol, and in that moment, he hears Luke. Luke, keeping his promise to forever guilt trip Ben, acts like his subconscious and tries to tell Ben to leave the planet. Just then, he sees Rey there. Rey, not knowing where he is, attempts to fight him, but instead they chat. Kylo brags about finding the holocron, telling her it has the power to answer even the most desired questions tempting her, he tells her that he had just learned new information about her parents. In that moment, Ben hears his mother's voice call out to Rey. It distracts him and even tempts him to come back to the light. The two characters both end up touching hands and they are pulled to their opposite side, dark or light. Suddenly, a big burst erupts from the holocron and their connection cuts off. The power of their force bond causes the explosion. Kylo is then left alone on Exegol during this earthquake. In this moment, we hear Palpatine's laugh. The original scene plays out the same way from here on. Kylo hears Snoke and Vader like he did before. The only two differences is that we learn Snoke wasn't a clone, but instead a drugged billionaire Palpatine puppeteered slash created a Sith out of. But that's only a brief explanation. 
The other difference is that Kylo chooses to not surf Palpatine and sees an enemy out of him. But the Emperor sees the conflict boiling inside Kylo and convinces him that the only way to become a powerful Sith Lord would be to find Rey and bring her to him. Kylo knows there's more to Rey's story than he knew, but as the Emperor says, she's not who you think she is. Skipping to Chewie's death scene, the two characters, Kylo and Rey, are fighting over the shuttle during its takeoff. With his other hand, Kylo force chokes Rey to distract and make her let go of the ship. In her anger, she attempts to hurt him back, but to her surprise, she shoots lightning. We see her hand spark from one hand, but the lightning strike misdirects and travels to her other hand, shooting down the ship Chewie was in. The whole purpose of that is that Rey actually gave in to the dark side there to help save Chewie, but she still gave in to the dark side trying to hurt Ben. After that, every next scene can play out the same way, but just give Rey a new arc where she keeps blaming herself for Chewie's death and she begins to treat her friends and even herself differently because she is living with all that guilt. Rey becomes a loose follow while Poe, Finn, and Rose retrieve the dagger and rescue Chewie off the ship. Keep the fight between Rey and Kylo in his corridors because that was honestly pretty cool. Let's cut to the scene on Endor where she has that trippy hallucination. I personally think that the crashed Death Star became a new Sith temple, and I really like that. So let's play it even crazier where she comes in contact with Emperor Palpatine, and anyone who has seen the animated shows knows that these temples mostly are just hallucinations, but they still cause physical harm and can kill you if you lose yourself and give in to all your fears. So for this rewrite, that's what happens to Rey. Her fears get the best of her and even torture her, causing her eyes to change yellow. She becomes a Sith. When Ben arrives, they fight. Both Rey and the audience can't quite tell if Ben is a hallucination as well, or if he is really there. But he is, and it's confirmed when Finn calls out to her. But what happens? Rey stabs Kylo with his lightsaber, just like in the movie. Through the force, she feels Leia die, and she snaps out of it. Her eyes lose the yellow glow, and she heals Ben. The next few parts of the movie play out exactly the same way. She runs away, she finds Luke, she fights Palpatine, but in the end, we don't just hear the voices of the fallen Jedi, we see them. And instead of Rey giving the final blow, it's Force Ghost Anakin who does. Here's how that scene would be shot. If the camera was the Emperor's POV, Anakin approaches the camera, shifting faces from Hayden Christensen, to Sebastian Shaw, to Vader himself while swinging the lightsaber right at the camera as we hear Palpatine cry in fear. The film's ending can end the same way. I don't care for it, but I understand Kylo's sacrifice. I don't really want there to be a happily ever after, but I also don't want Ben to die, but that's okay. It's something I can live with, honestly. And I can't think of another ending to replace the Tatooine scene. If you have any suggestions, or you, the audience, if you have any suggestions, please comment down below. What could they do other than cut the whole scene all together? Other than that, that's it. Oh, and the force bond between Kylo and Rey is identical to Revan and Basila from Knights of the Old Republic, so I ended up mirroring their story. How Basila was tortured by Darth Malak and turned evil, and seeing her evil is what made Revan choose to never be evil again. In their story, love conquers all, and I really wish that's what could have been. Maybe they thought that was too, like, too, like, original? Like, oh. Maybe. They probably yeah. wanted their own twists. Yeah. But it still oh, kind of felt twists. like that. Yeah. Maybe they never even wanted to see a Darth Ray, 
maybe they didn't think that was a good role model of some sort because Ray's like their heroic woman in Star Wars, which I don't want to say it like that, but you know, give her some consequences. You know, it's not a bad idea for storylines. I feel like this needed a little bit more consequence in a way. Like, I feel like in some of the other movies, I feel like something happens and then you see it happen and then you see the consequences of some of those actions. But on this one, it's just like something happens. All right, we're going to finish the mission, like you guys said earlier. Like you accidentally supposedly killed Chewie. All right, we got a mission to do. So like, like get over it. Yeah, like (laughs) even and I keep going back to this. This is the only one I know. But like even when Anakin killed Dooku, we were like, okay, you do realize though that like. You can't just go around offing people. Like you can't just go around starting fights. Like you can't just go around or the same thing when he killed the sand people to get his mother. Like I understand you had to go get your mom, but you can't just go around killing and doing these things. That's not our way. That's not the way of the Jedi. Like she accidentally killed Chewie and not one time where they were like, No, you're not supposed to kill as a Jedi. Like you're not supposed to use lightning either. They're just like, Oh no, we got a mission to do. So if you gotta use lightning or whatever, like if your eyes got a turn we just got to finish this mission i don't care what we're doing what you have to do what side of the force you have to use to do it this is our mission and we are getting it done whether you're sith or jedi or somewhere in between i love that you i love that you mentioned the eyes again i love that like like everything you said you always find a way to bring it to the eyes for me that's like the key like you guys have like the lore i don't really know like the background stories of the lore or anything of star wars like that but like i do know the one consistent thing that i have picked up on on every single good or bad is their eyes like their lightsabers change colors but their eyes don't (laughs) like (laughs) the lightsabers might change color like the jedi all have different colors and i know the crystals mean different things and then the sith and the empire always have had red they've had red and they've had their eyes like that and if they've never worn them like unless they wear a helmet then i don't know what you're doing but (laughs) eventually when i see your eyes i know they're yellow you're not good you've got yellow eyes you got a red lightsaber you're a bad guy you have normal eyes your lightsaber is either purple green yellow blue like you're a good person At least for now. Yeah, maybe you're a bounty hunter or some sort of big hotshot gambler. You know, like, unless you're Jabba the Hutt, who doesn't have yellow eyes. Does he have yellow eyes? Well, he's not a Sith. Well, I'll say, does he even have the Force? <laughs> I mean, he might have it, but does he, he doesn't use it. Like, he's just a dude. He, I mean, he doesn't have it, but own, he, can, he can resist it. He, he has um, his own body force because, you know, he's, he's so large uh, of, a, of a person. So, I mean, he has his own force. He has his own physical force. There we go. He probably has, <laughs> own, he probably has his own, his own um, grab gravitation too like everything like rotates around him there we go that's that's what i'm trying to say that's what i'm trying to say oh man chava the hut and his gravitational pull <laughs> is there anything else anyone needs to mention about this movie any thoughts lingering in the back of your mind chava the hut ha- has like reddish green eyes i'm looking at right now on google <laughs> so okay. i mean he might be i mean he might be i mean he is like a little you know a little bit of like you know a-hole but you know Oh, a little. I do have a question. I guess it kind of stems from the movie, but it doesn't directly pertain. Has there been anyone to walk the line of both? Who? Like, <gasps> like that can like a Jedi. Yeah, like Jedi. That, that yeah. Can, 
or that can just do like you know they do the jedi things but then they're also not afraid to shoot the lightning and do all the cis stuff that comes along with I mean, it like is there anybody that before that has done anything like that or any kind of backstory the bendu uh maybe the shang what do bendu, you think but also i think what's uh, i think they dated asajj ventress okay um what, what is his name oh but there was a jedi that went undercover as a sith and then became a sith <laughs> or ish or like something along that but then he like yeah his like methods were very gray i guess you could say but was it yeah, so quinlan Voss? yes i think so but yeah ahsoka would be the other one too <laughs> Uh, Ahsoka, I'm, not really though. She just decided I, to leave the order. She yeah. still knows the way um, of the Force, but she just hated the Jedi Order, and even the Jedi Order were too corrupt for her. For anyone, yeah. I mean, I guess the other person you could say is Mace Windu. Technically, I'll agree with that. He started all of this. Yeah, he went I mean, out of the law. Even, you can even say his lightsaber too, because like technically, I don't think this is canon, but red and blue make purple, so a little bit of both. I think they tried making it work in the canon, but in reality, <laughs> but I don't Samuel Jackson gets what he wants. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, Samuel exactly. Jackson just said, I wanted a purple lightsaber. That was probably in his contract. <laughs> but yeah, I think Mace Window would be one just because like, he'll do things that are not technically the standard of the Jedi way. Just like his demeanor and some things. So. Yeah, like how he went to go kill Palpatine before like going through law. He must stand trial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the Jedi way. He's too dangerous. But... <laughs> That was like a burning question I had from the first time I saw this in theaters to just now. I was like, okay, she can kind of do both. Has there been anybody who does both? <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> there are collectors with lightsabers, yeah. and Grievous is one of them, but he still is on the bad side. Right. So. She does the lightning, but then she also does her normal Jedi things, but she also doesn't know much more than that. Now, I, it'd be one thing if randomly we saw Luke come out of nowhere and start using lightning. Then we'd be like, okay, what's going on here? But <laughs> then I would really be like, okay, seriously, tell me who has used both sides of the force at the same time. I need to know right now, but no. Hers, I was only just curious because they hinted at it in the desert and then they never went back to it, but she never used it again either. So it didn't really matter. One thing I did enjoy was the music, just listening to the music. Oh, and then, yes. like Yeah. And then like hearing the little in like notes of like the themes, people's like theme songs and like connecting it. One thing I saw, which I didn't, see the first time was the very end with Ray. how like when she went back to bury the lightsabers it was her original ray music but then went into like a weird nothing and then finally went to like the skywalker music when she like finally said she was a skywalker so like how they played around with music to portray yeah. or like show what was going to happen I think that worked really well with the music. You can't go wrong with John Williams. However, the one moment oh, yeah. I can't really tell whether I like it or not is when Luke lifts the X-Wing out of the water and it plays Yoda's <laughs> theme. It makes sense. I get it. Yoda did that in yeah. The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> but he's not Yoda. This has nothing to really do with Yoda other than just well, Yoda did this first. I, But it's still, I don't hate it. I like it actually. But uh, is it the right theme to use? Maybe only, a critic can only really look at it. Yeah. Yoda moment. <laughs> like that's the only reason it's okay is because that is Luke's Yoda moment. Like everybody's gonna yeah. have their yeah. like everybody Agreed. in this movie, like the way they were it seemed like they were kind of wrapping it up was everybody had a moment to mimic their master or their yeah. predecessor or whoever meant the most to them in general. It didn't have to directly train them, but like 
they all had a moment that reminded me of someone from any one of the prequels from any trilogy like it was like oh okay well that's luke's yoda moment this is ray's moment so it worked for me that they played yoda's music i'm like oh, okay so this is your yoda moment i got you mm-hmm. did you catch john williams cameo no because i have no idea what dude looks like if i'm being it honest was a john williams cameo? <laughs> <laughs> who was he okay. when they landed on the one planet to go find the uh ba- to go find babu freak he they passed by him and he's just some older looking gentleman with an eye patch and he's just polishing some oh, something oh, they, shot. they pan oh, on, tender guy, they pan guy. on him <laughs> so oh. if you actually look up the bonus features of this movie there's a clip on youtube as well everything behind him has some sort of reference to all of the movies he scored so there's like a little spaceship looking thing from et there's something with jaws there's even something from home alone back there it's pretty interesting because jj abrams really wanted to make a nice little uh, cameo wow. for john williams even though it went by too quick. However, they did pan on his face. So I was, maybe I was in story. Why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was It ruins it a missing... bit in story, yeah. but it's, it's John Williams. Just They wanted to make sure you saw that's John Williams. <laughs> yeah. One thing, I did see another cameo. I mean, uh, he was in the movie anyway. Mark Hamill, he voiced a character, that first alien with a Millennium Falcon. Oh, the, the one that tells them about the rebel spy? Yeah. Oh, that was him? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's him because it sounded like Joker and I was like... Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has to be him. Yeah, it's got to be him. <laughs> that's, that's the Joker voice right there. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to go back and specifically watch that part because even John Williams yeah. being... One, I didn't know what the dude looked like. And two, I I went way over my head. So now that I know, I'm be like, oh, I know you. This seems like a good time to go look at the scale and try to rate our least favorites to our current favorites of the past three titles we've seen. Minus Caesar, I know you all haven't seen everything we just watched. So in the past, we watched Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure. Kevin watched that. Star Wars Blips. Well, yeah, I know. You just watched that. We just watched that one. Yeah. And we all at least saw The Rise of Skywalker, which I'm sure many of our listeners who are still listening at this moment have seen. (laughs) Hopefully still listening. Hopefully you're enjoying it. We're going to go around. Everyone's going to list what they think the order they're going to put this in, whether you've seen it or you haven't seen every title. Kevin, why don't you go first? Ooh, what do you mean? Um, I'm rating, like, which one's the best? Like, top three? Yeah, top three. Well, there are only three, so yeah, yeah. list them in the top, right top three. <laughs> okay, well, I have not seen Blips. Have you yeah. not? They no. played on Disney Channel, Disney XD, and they're on YouTube. They're little, little short cartoons. Yeah. Blips. Cute. <laughs> there's a there's one of the Porgs riding the Millennium Falcon. Well, I'm gonna go with Rise of Skywalker. Number two, three, one, one. So it's okay. highest. Okay. Right? okay. Then I'll go. Uh, Caravan of Courage, uh, only just because, you know, gotta go, we gotta root for the underdog. And I mean, that's the other, other one I saw. And then, you know, flips as three. That's okay. my rating. Sydney, why don't you go? Right. So I am going to put Caravan of Courage last. Sorry, no underdog stories here. I also haven't seen it, but <laughs> so I'm, these two I'm just gonna rank just based off of what it sounds like. And that one, I did, I listened to the review of Meter of that one. So I'll put that one last. <laughs> No. And then I will put <laughs> no. I will put the blips one second. One because your description just now has me very intrigued to where I might actually go after this and watch that until I go to bed. And it's then, under five um, minutes. It's five minutes. Oh, so I mean, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, oh. even better. I'll, yeah. Um, and then I'll put uh Rise of Skywalker number one. 
it's the one I've seen. It's the one I know the most about. It's the most intriguing. So yeah, let's put out number one. Okay. Shang, why don't you go next? I would probably have to do this kind of the same as Sydney, just because hearing your reviews of <laughs> the caravan, I would put that <laughs> on the bottom. Just looking at it now, the blips, it looks like a cute thing, but I'll put that second. That might change after I watch it. And then Rise of Skywalker number one caesar well you guys already know well at least peter knows that i love rise of skywalker i love that's like one of my favorite Star Wars movies so that's definitely number one number two is gonna have to be eh, why not let's do i'll make number two caravan courage and number three be blips yes sir caravan courage so caesar totally just dropped what he did last week he put blips higher than caravan of courage and this week he's now putting it under caravan of courage so the blips and caravan of courage are currently tied for second and now i am the deciding vote i had a tough time last week trying to decide which one i really liked more I you think really did. in the end, I said that Caravan of Courage had a special place only because of the Ewoks. Ewoks. But other than that, it did drag too much. And it's not something I can really tell all the Star Wars fans that you got to go see. Because I just know most people honestly won't care for it that much. That the blips, they're really short. They're, they deliver what they promise. They're just supposed to be little fun, entertaining shorts to promote The Last Jedi. So I'm going to have to put the blips second still. And I'm going to put Rise of Skywalker at the top only because even though this is a movie that I have problems with, I still, like I said in the beginning, overall enjoy it, especially after just coming out of seeing it. So from right now, we have Rise of Skywalker first. We have Star Wars Blip second and the Caravan of Courage third. Wow, I think I might take away that handle from you, buddy. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That could change next week. You never know what that's going to be, what we're going to end up reviewing. Another Ewok. We can find out right now, actually, before we end this. Is there anything you guys would want to plug? Kevin. It was a great experience again. Thank you for having me for a second time. Uh, Double dose. (laughs) Of course. And, you know, just you are listening and you made it to this part. Tell your friends about everything. Tell your family, everyone, spread the word. Sydney. No, honestly, just thank you for having me. I have social media. I don't use them. Um, I use them <laughs> just to, I use it just for clips of everything else and just to hear everybody else talk about stuff. But uh, honestly, just thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun and can't wait to, watch, to listen next week. Shang. Yeah, it, this was a blast. Thank you for having me. Uh, I, again, do the same. Don't really use social media. I don't know half my usernames. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 fun. I can't wait to uh, hear more. Caesar, You can go because I'm doing something right now. Doing what? Okay. I'll explain later. Maybe I won't. That was your only chance. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you guys for coming along too. I'm very surprised that we got a full house here, a full group. Uh, this has been fun. This is definitely going to be one of our longest episodes for a while. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Here's my plug. Make sure you listen to the first episode that just been released. We are currently on. You want me to to plug? I'm trying to plug, (laughs) sir. Excuse me for trying to do my job. (laughs) Okay. But first episode is available on Podbean, Amazon Music, Player FM, iHeartRadio, which is gone today. So that's pretty cool. And listener notes. We are slowly but surely trying to get on more platforms. So hopefully you guys will stay tuned, keep supporting us, and we appreciate your listens. Appreciate it a lot. And I would like to go back plugging my Instagram at Ewok Peter. Go ahead. There's personal stuff and theme park content there. My YouTube channel at PJM Entertainment, where I have also been posting these podcasts. So 
Let's activate the Review-O-Meter Shuffler! No, 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 no! Not again! Wait, wait, wait! I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it! And the winner is... Lego Escape from the Jedi Temple! Interesting. I have not seen this, I don't think. I not don't even know what this is. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I've never even heard of it until you just said it, so. I know, I was like, Lego, wait, are we... <laughs> are you playing with Legos? I think this was on Disney XD. I might have seen it. I don't know, there's so many Lego things. Are these shorts? Let's look this up. From it is a short. The new Yoda Chronicle? The new Yoda Chronicle. 24 minutes long. Okay, that's okay. not bad. It yeah, it's 24 minutes season, long. Actually. Yeah, it's just yeah, 24, 24 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Join us next week as we review LEGO Escape from the Jedi Temple here at Review-O-Meter! <laughs>